Playoffs, playoffs, turn up, playoffs. Cinco, cuatro, tres, dos, uno. Welcome on into Sports Voice After Dark, a very special edition. I'm Matt McHugh, alongside our first freshman of the year, Parker Johnson. Hey, Parker, how you doing? Doing great, man. I'm super excited to be here. I uh, got my first radio broadcast on the way. Uh, sound a little raspy, but stay with me. I'll be hitting the cough drops, hitting the water. I'm good to go, ready to ready to talk some sports. All right, we're glad to have you. It's good to have a freshman in the studio for once. We've been doing a lot of uh, summer content with just us old folks. It's good to get some fresh young blood in here. So we're going to start this off with some fun conversation today because Northwestern, hey, they won a game. Look at this football team. Are they actually good? They just beat Iowa last week in Iowa City. That's a fun win. That was a fun game to watch. I'm not sure how much Northwestern football you've watched before, Parker. That doesn't happen a lot. (laughs) You know, I was very excited. Uh, I was on a mandatory trip with my PA group on the way to Chicago as the game was getting good. So I didn't get to see the end, but I was following very closely and very excited that we got the win against Iowa. So yeah, this this win puts the Cats at 2-3 and three on the year after a really disappointing start to the season for Northwestern football. They dropped that game against Western Michigan, and they lost probably the worst game of Northwestern football I've ever seen against Illinois State. Maybe the worst football game I've ever seen. Yikes, yeah. Um, but then they come back, they get the win at home against Duke, struggle against Nebraska. Now, the biggest win of the year against Iowa so what do you think about this team, Parker? Are they actually this good? Are they going to keep that level of play up? Or was this like a one-week thing? You know, I feel the the sense that I get after this game and watching the first few games of the season is that it really depends on who we're playing. Uh, this is a common you know phrase that gets thrown around in sports a lot, but we kind of play up to the competition or down to the competition depending on who we're playing. You know, Western Michigan and Illinois State, those games we clearly played down to the competition. We didn't capitalize on opportunities that we probably should have. And then, I can't exactly say we played up to the competition against Nebraska, but we did stay in the game uh, longer than most people thought we would. And obviously this week against Illinois or Iowa, excuse me, uh, we definitely, again, rose to the level of them and got a crucial win. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Obviously, the, the opponent definitely, definitely matters for the Cats. And uh, the most encouraging part that I took away from that victory was seeing Anthony Walker back on defense. Last year, Anthony Walker was this team's defense. They named him the franchise coming into this year. He was the guy, and he just never really got it going early on. He was hurt a little bit. He was just not exactly clicking. But now, he he looked like the Anthony Walker of old last week, and that was something I was waiting for for a long time, and I was so excited to see that. If anything's going to carry over from that win to the rest of the year, that's got to be the most exciting part. My player to watch in my uh, WNUR predictions was Anthony Walker Jr., Uh, also, one uh, note that I'd like to point out about the game, I think the offensive line play was huge. Thorson was only sacked once, which uh, has been a problem in some of our recent games, you know, him getting sacked five, six times a game and losing a lot of yardage, especially in key situations on that. Also, Justin Jackson earning 6.5 yards a carry, went over 175 yards. Um, that was his best game of the season. So, you know, great job by the big guys up front. Um, they definitely helped get to that 38-point mark, which was, I mean... Out yeah. of nowhere, you know? <laughs> yeah, that definitely caught me by surprise as well. Um, I completely agree with you. Yeah, the offensive line play took it to another level. That had been a group that was probably the most disappointing of every aspect of Northwestern football coming into that game. The offensive line had been struggling so much, especially at the tackle positions. You're right. They're just getting so much pressure on Clayton Thorson, and that 
it's really tough for a quarterback who's still developing. He's still a pretty young quarterback to have all that pressure on him. They stepped up their game a little bit against Iowa. Now, will that continue? That's something I'm not sure about. Iowa isn't as good as we may have made them out to be coming into that game. That was a struggling team. They almost lost to Rutgers. They lost to North Dakota State. That's not exactly a great Iowa team. Having that push up front against Iowa, that was encouraging. But then I'm still going back to that Illinois State game, and I'm thinking, like, these guys are getting absolutely hammered in the trenches by an FCS team, and that's not okay. Is that completely fixed? I'm not, I don't know who's to say. Uh, we'll definitely see, though, when they go to playoffs from other teams, Michigan State, Ohio State later this year. If they can't get pushed against those guys, we could be in for some rough games. Yeah, and I think, I think what we're going to see going on in this season is just a continuation of the trend that I mentioned before. You know, we have games against teams like Illinois, Indiana, Minnesota, Purdue, that all the Northwestern fans are going to say are winnable games, but when it comes down to it, We've played worse against the struggling teams. So the question is, are we going to be able to overcome the uh, lack of getting up for those kind of games and still get the important wins that, if we win those four games, would make us bowl eligible? And on the same note, I think that we could probably very well put a scare into Michigan State or Wisconsin. In my mind, Ohio's a li- Ohio State is a little bit yeah. beyond that <laughs> threshold. But in terms of Michigan State and Wisconsin, you know, we could be a trap game for them. So I think... You're going to see the trend continue of playing up to the competition or down to the competition. And for me, it's looking like 6-6. Six and six. It's looking like, which, bowl eligible is nothing to scoff at. So, All right. Yeah, 6-6. Six six. That's a little, that's more optimistic than I am. I tend to be pretty pessimistic on Northwestern football. I was ready to write them off last year after they lost to Iowa, but then they got back on track, ended mm-hmm. up winning 10 games. So I was wrong on that one. I'm very glad to be wrong on that one. I'm going to be pretty pessimistic again this year. I'm thinking five, maybe just four wins this year for Northwestern football. I think you're right that they could play down. And I'm really scared about that game at Minnesota. That's a November game. It's a very cold place to play, not a fun place to go. That's a game they may not get up for, like you were saying. Um, Yeah, I'm worried about the future of this team this season. Getting to six wins would be a big accomplishment. And we're just looking at the schedule here. I'm seeing if we're going to get to six... Maybe they get one. Maybe they steal one against Michigan State or Wisconsin. I'm not sure about that one. Uh, I think the, the most safe wins are going to be Illinois and Purdue, probably. They're the best looks on winning a game. Um, and those that's how I think they'll get the four. And then will they win another one? I'm not actually sure. Yeah. And that's just at the, where I'm at with this team Indiana's right going to be a tougher game than we thought, too. They yeah. put a big scare into Michigan State this week, taking them to overtime, so... We'll see, we'll see what happens there. I think that's the homecoming game. That right? is the homecoming yeah, game, yeah. So. Just like Iowa's homecoming game was against Northwestern yep. last week. So not exactly a happy yeah. homecoming for Iowa. That's fine with me. Uh, but we will certainly keep tabs on that. I'm also looking at that Michigan State game uh, next week, coming up next week. I don't know what to think. We're not going to be – it's not going to be Northwestern as a favorite in that game. It's no. on the road. Michigan State's clearly the more talented team. But that's kind of like Iowa. They're not exactly on that level that – at least I expected them to be at coming into the year. Yeah, and they were missing uh, their big middle linebacker. Uh, I don't remember know. the guy's name. He's, yeah. he's a very, very good player, though. Um, and I noticed in their game a couple weeks ago against Wisconsin, uh, it was it was a big difference for them. And especially with if the offensive line continues to play the way that they are, and um, Justin Jackson can get the ball running on the ground, you know that could be a type of fourteen to thirteen type of game where play some good defense, run the ball a lot, possess the ball and we could possibly come out of there with a good result. And that would have to be like the, the classic Big Ten game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, like, totally. It's going to be just 
We're running the ball up the middle a lot. It's going to be a lot of big defensive stands. And, again, that's where I'm kind of worried the Cats' defense could fall apart, that that secondary is still very banged up. They, they were up to the challenge last week, but that was against a banged-up Iowa receiving core. I'm not a big CJ believer, and <laughs> I don't think CJ is very good. Um, so I'm, I'm not exactly convinced that that secondary will be able to hold up. The pass rush, however, that was exciting. Talk about Ife Odengabo. Wow. Four sacks for him. He's one of the top recruits in Northwestern history, and he never really got to that level of being elite pass rusher. He was good. He was a good pass rusher, struggled in the run defense, but wow, last week, getting that pass rush, if they, could, they can get the pass rush to be as effective as it was last week, they're looking at being able to survive with that banged-up secondary, and that's really all you can expect is if they can survive with the banged-up secondary, that's okay. Yeah, that's definitely what we're shooting for at this point. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on right now. We're going to zoom out a little bit, look at some of the rest of college football. We're going to look at some of the other games around around the league last week, and at the end, we're going to do our picks for who's going to win each Power 5 conference. So let's start with maybe my, the most exciting game in the league was Tennessee versus Georgia, which is probably the most <laughs> exciting game I've seen ever. <laughs> I am a noted Tennessee hater, so it's made me very unhappy that yeah. they've had leads in every game so far this season and managed to come back. Right after Georgia scored that first Hail Mary touchdown, this man was saying, oh, finally, Tennessee lost the game. Look at that. And then, nope, Tennessee comes back. There was too much time left on the clock. Hashtag TMT. Hashtag way TMT. Uh, I think it was like four seconds left, and that was too much, um, which was they, really they fun to watch. They shouldn't yeah. have kicked the ball short. Yeah. They did, Georgia uh, did have a penalty for uh, excessive celebration, so their kickoff was moved back, but they still shouldn't have kicked it so short for Tennessee because they needed one play, and then they launched a Hail Mary. And they were worried about the return touchdown, and it's the, the lesser of two extremes on that one, like two really rare scenarios. Like, okay, what's more likely, a Hail Mary for, like, 50 yards or a kick return touchdown? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What would you choose in that situation? I'm not even you sure. You know, I probably would have played it the same way Tennessee did. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, th- I think a kickoff return to end the game is probably a little bit more realistic than a Hail Mary. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you just make what is the smartest decision and it still can't go well. But that's just how sports, that's how they are. So is Tennessee you know, good? Is Tennessee good? Is yes. Tennessee, Tennessee, good. Tennessee is very good. No, no, no. I don't think Tennessee <laughs> stand, is good. I think they're like, oh, this is good. They're like, a, they're like a 17 or 18th ranked team. I completely agree. I uh, okay, that's coming. Seems, that's still pretty good. Coming okay, from, oh, I, okay. Good, yeah, I mean, they're good. Relatively, yes. I mean, more as like, good as people say. No. Like, yeah, will they beat A and M? No, no, I don't think so. No. Uh, coming from coming from North Carolina, <laughs> Western North Carolina, specifically, uh, very close to Tennessee. A lot of my friends went to Tennessee. Okay, uh, I know a lot of Tennessee fans. One of the most annoying fan bases, in my opinion, uh, in sports. Just they get so excited every year, and my opinion, it's kind of over nothing. They kind of got the the orange colored glasses <laughs> on. They got the blinders on. Uh, for me, I think. Tex- uh, Tennessee loses to Texas A&M next week. I think they lose to Alabama the following week, yeah. and then they're going to be sitting in that range amid said, you know, somewhere like 18 to 20, 15 to 20, something like that. Uh, I definitely think that A&M they, and Bama are going to just show them. I enjoy playing Wisconsin in a bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we all remember last year when Tennessee in the Outback Bowl, this man, Amit, was there in the crowd getting yelled at by Tennessee fans mm. as Northwestern mm. just got... Mm absolutely destroyed in that game and that's that was my first exposure to watching like a full Tennessee game of watching them just dominate a team yeah it made me really sad <laughs> so yeah I'm with you guys I don't like Tennessee but I 
I think I might be more high on their talent. I think that's just a really talented group. Um, they got so lucky in the first game on Joshua Dobbs' fumble. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got Into him the end zone. zone. Oh, against uh, oh, yeah, against Appalachian yeah. State, an hour from uh, where I live, Asheville, North Carolina. Bunch App- of friends at App State. Shout out to the Mountaineers. App State's not bad. They're like a, they're like okay. App State is terms of, uh, a Division II legend. Yeah. Uh, throwback <laughs> to the blocked kick against Michigan. Uh, Armani Edwards. Classic oh quarterback from Appalachian State. Uh, you, can you tell I got a lot of exposure wow, yeah. to Appalachian State football? That's uh, they're <laughs> huge. They're huge in the mountains. They're huge in the mountains. Well, that was that was one of the more exciting games I've seen this year, too. That Tennessee-App State game to start the season. Um, and then, yeah, you're right. They, Tennessee did get some breaks in that one. And this will be a big test for them at a and I, mm-hmm. I think I'm with you guys. I don't think they'll pull that out at a and It's going to be very difficult. Um, should be a fun game to watch, though. I'm excited for that one. I and think, then, I think yeah. ultimately... Tennessee will win the SEC East. They already have a win over Florida. Um, who knows what they'll do against Georgia? Georgia hasn't looked, or no, Georgia was last year. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. They but, did. I mean, miraculously, they miraculously beat Georgia. Could have also very easily lost. Could have very easily lost. Yeah, but they got the wins over them and Florida, which are the two main contenders in my view for the SEC East. So yeah. I think Tennessee still wins the SEC East, but how much does that matter? I don't know. I think they'll lose to Bama in yeah. the SEC championship game. Uh, you know, celebrate your Rose SEC bowl? East title, but no. What's the What's the second best team in the SEC? What bowl do they play in? What bowl do they play in? Is it not? No, it's not Outback. If Bama it's makes Cotton the play, if, it might oh, be Cotton, yeah, Cotton yeah, Bowl versus the Big Ten. Yeah, versus probably like what? Or like Wisconsin, Sugar maybe bowl? Sugar Bowl, possibly. Uh, Michigan or Ohio State, unless both teams make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Both teams. We'll, we'll get to that later. Both teams yeah. could still very well make the playoffs. That is a conversation for later. Um, but yeah, looking at the rest of the SEC, at least SEC East, they yeah, they I, like you said, they beat the two best teams in the SEC yeah. East, and yeah. I mean they could probably coast the rest. They're gonna draw if they, even if they drop games to Bama and A and M. Looking at the rest of their schedule, like I don't know what the next most threatening team they play. It might be South Carolina. South Carolina is probably the other team. It's not they're not looking. They're not that great either. Incredible. Yeah, they, yep. I think they should be able to win out after their very tough two game stretch against A and M and Bama. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm still pretty, I'd say I'm pretty woke on, on Tennessee. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe they can do more of this crazy madness at the end of the game and win that SEC title game. It could be it. It could be. All right, so yeah, just bouncing around some of the other scores in the league from last week. Uh, one of the other more fun games to watch was the North Carolina-Florida State game. Go Tar Heels. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky leading the Tar Heels to victory. Nick Weiler, uh, the kicker, who made the game-winning <laughs> field goal, I, w- I want to say 54 yards. It's 54, 54, yeah. 54 yards, and then running down the field, doing the tomahawk chop in front of all the Florida State fans. Uh, I thought that was wonderful. That was lovely. They I were, down, they were down, upset. right, when he kicked that field goal? They were down yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a game-winning field goal. It was icy. Was you might, you might say icy. he has ice in his you veins. You might say he has ice in his veins. Um, but, yeah, that part when he runs down the field chopping the Florida State oh, fans, that was – oh, man. <laughs> I'm not even a North Carolina fan, but just as a fan of watching yeah. Florida State yeah. lose, that was just fun. It was hard. <laughs> it was hard. It was, it was it really was fun. It was um, great. Also, Florida State – yeah. Are they as good as we thought they were? That's I I don't, I don't know. know. First, <laughs> I don't know. First half Florida State's one of the worst teams in the country. I'm yeah. Yeah. There. yeah. Um but then they scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. Looked like they were going to win unless they set for that field goal. It was it was a classic Jimbo Fisher. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and and it's another team where they're an immensely talented team. Oh yeah. They have great athletes all across the field. Dalvin Cook is incredible. Great. Many people thought he was going to be a Heisman candidate. Probably not now with the two 
Or yeah. Was at least that our first loss? That was our second. Second they loss. Yeah, two losses. Got destroyed that week before, right? Yeah. By Louisville. Yeah. Louisville, yeah. Louisville. That's, that's right. That's right. That um, and then also almost, points. almost lost to uh, Ole Miss at the beginning. Had the oh, yeah. big so comeback. It's, it's been a rough year for for, but, uh, yeah. for Florida State. Not, um, not. I don't think they are as good as, as we thought they were. So where do you think they're going to they're gonna end up? Do you think that this is a team that's going to you know, will even finish the season ranked? They're 23 now. Uh, I, I think they could possibly finish the season ranked. Uh, are they in the same side of the ACC. I know it's the Coastal They're, they're with Clemson and Louisville. Yeah, they're, they're not they're making cooked. the ACC championship game. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, you know, they might finish around, you know, 20 to 25. I don't think they are going to do anything great. Probably end up in a mid-tier bowl game. Yeah. Uh, pretty much a lost season at this point for Seminoles fans, I think. It's it's been, It's been a rough year. They've got, and they haven't even played Clemson yet. <laughs> They've got Clemson coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. They could. I, oh. think, I think what happened is that uh, Jameis Winston went to go play in the NFL and he couldn't give them their halftime pep speeches, mm. you know? which is why they lost. Yeah. That could very well yeah. be. I think, I think that, that must be. A quarterback be with 20-20 vision <laughs> has stunted the growth of the Florida State offense. Um, but yeah, so Florida State, if we're, we're out on them, let's look at some of the rest of the teams in the ACC, which is another really fun conference yeah. that had probably the most exciting, yeah. at least, game between the two best, two of the best teams. Maybe the two best teams? No. Maybe. Um, maybe. maybe I don't know. We'll see about Bama, OSU, and Michigan have to say I, that. I don't yeah. know, yeah. but that, that game was certainly fun to watch. Um, Clemson, Louisville, we're talking about, and... I don't, I don't know who's better. I mean, that game was in Clemson, yeah. so it, I, you have to credit that in there. You they're know, playing. I it settled very well. It settled very yeah. well. I mean, yeah, game was in Clemson. They had a great crowd behind them. Um, you know, for me, this had all the aspects of a great game. Uh, it was high scoring, two great quarterbacks playing, just dueling each other out. Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, going back and forth. Um, very emotional game. You know, you had in the first half Lamar Jackson and uh, Spencer Bulware for Clemson, just getting you know kind of roughed up as Bulware sort of put Jackson in a chokehold at the bottom of one of the piles. Um, and you know, it was just—it was a great game. Uh, like, like I said, I, I don't know that I'm coming away from it saying one team is definitively better than the other, but they're in the same part of the uh, ACC, so yeah. only one of them can make the the title game in the ACC, and only one of them can win the ACC. So I think whoever that ends up being, which Clemson is now in the driver's seat, uh, will make the playoff. But that doesn't mean Louisville's bad. I still think at this point in the season, Lamar Jackson is the Heisman yeah, at this I point. Agree. I he had 450 agree. total yards, uh, three touchdowns in that game. You know, what can he say? He did all he could. I think he was really mad at his receiver at the end. Um, you could sort oh, of yeah, see it yeah. on Lamar Jackson's face. His receiver sort of just stopped running about a yard <laughs> short of the first down marker on fourth down and like nine or something. And, you know, he was very confident that he had the first down. He even pointed <laughs> as it like a total Cam Newton as if he had the first down. And he was about a yard short, and uh, Lamar Jackson just said, "Man, what else can I do? Yeah. I'm doing it all for the football team, and we still we still can't win." And the sad thing for Louisville now is, I think they're done. I don't think they're gonna be in. They they can't win the ACC now. Also, sneaky great matchup against Houston yeah. uh, down the road. I'll we, talk about Houston in a in a moment if we do our uh, you know surprise team, good yeah. surprise, bad surprise. But that's gonna be a great game down the line, and there's no guarantee they win that game. So yeah, I think Clemson definitely. Uh, in front in terms of the ACC Atlantic, I believe. I believe it's coastal. the ACC. It is yeah, the, that's Atlantic. the Atlantic. Yeah. Atlantic. And they, uh, I don't think Clemson is losing a game for the rest of the year. Their toughest game so coming up is going to be Florida State at Florida State, which isn't going to be easy, but yeah. 
We both sound pretty down on yeah, Florida that, State. <laughs> I think Curtis. Clemson should go in there and handle business pretty easily against Florida State. And yeah, I don't think they're going to lose the game this year. No. I really don't. Um, so yeah, let's talk. Let's talk playoffs. some other. Uh, you want to talk playoffs first? Let's see. Playoffs. Playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about your four. Right now, who's your four for the playoffs? Uh, well, first thing I did was just go sort of pick the Power Five conference winners before I picked the uh, the four in the playoffs. So oh, okay. my Power Five, I got Bama over Tennessee in the SEC. Yep. I think Bama easily makes. Uh, the playoff, I think they finished number one. I think Nick Saban is a machine who doesn't lose. And at this point, I don't see anybody knocking them off at number one. Uh, the Big 12, I foresee Baylor running the table. Much aligned Baylor. Um, and no championship game. Right now, Baylor's toughest games they have left are Texas and Oklahoma, both of which have looked, you know, sort of not quite as great as they they possibly could have been this season so i got baylor out of the big 12 i have washington with a great win over stanford this week yeah a um, very convincing win over stanford uh, i have them beating utah in the pac-12 and uh making it into the playoff i have clemson as we just talked about they got a pretty pretty easy road to the playoff at this point it's looking like and in the big 10 i got ohio state over yeah. wisconsin ohio state making it to the playoffs so my playoff looks like bama clemson ohio state and what I think will be a one-loss Washington Pac-12 winner over an undefeated Baylor team Ooh. wins the Big 12 because they haven't had any sanctions yet from the, you know, big yeah. scandal, the sexual assault scandal that occurred. And I think that the playoff committee will hold that against them. I think they'll be undefeated. I think they'll run the table in the Big 12. And I still think Washington, with one loss, will get in. Ahead. All right. I like it. I like it. Um so I'm gonna start with start with the SEC. Bama's I think Bama won the SEC. Here's where I differ from you though. I think they're gonna lose a game. I'm not sure which game mm-hmm. it will be, but they got a tough slate coming up. They got Arkansas, Tennessee, A and M, three straight weeks. That's a gauntlet to go through. Uh three tough opponents. Sometimes they're good for a loss. They got two of those games on the road. Something could happen there. I'm willing to say our, uh, Alabama might lose a game, which means I think Clemson is gonna win the ACC. Like I said, I don't think they're losing a game. I think Clemson's gonna be your number one seed at the end of the year. Uh, in the Pac-12, I'm with you. I got Washington. I mean, talk about surprise teams. I think yeah. Washington is my surprise team. I mean, they were they were preseason, you know, number eight or something like yeah. that. And and I think everybody was cumulatively just like, what? Okay, <laughs> you know, sure, yeah. they're a Pac-12 team. They probably don't play any defense. You know, they're probably just, you know, overranked. They'll play some good teams. They'll play Stanford, get crushed by McCaffrey. But no, they shut him down. I mean, he had less than 100 yards and. You know, not a lot of teams are going to be able to do that. So that just proves they got the defense to match a very explosive offense. And yeah, that's... there's not a lot of competition in the Pac-12 this year. Oregon no. down here, they're actually last in the North uh, yeah, they right look, now. They look terrible. And USC is. I mean, they USC, won that game last week, but still looks USC, pretty bad. USC, you know, lost the first couple games, so they're they're basically out of it. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, in the North, besides Washington, it's like Utah, maybe uh, South. It's like Cal. But Utah, okay, but Utah good, lost that game against Cal. Like I don't exactly. know what's going the, on the with Pac-12. Them. Just feeds on them each other. But Washington Washington's has been above the only all one that. to sort of escape that. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah. And then going Big Twelve, I'm with you again on Baylor. Uh, Baylor's just been a machine so far this year. They've still got all the players. They That's the thing people yeah. don't realize. Yeah. I mean, there were some players who transferred after the scandal, um, and I believe they were granted that special, you know, you don't have to sit out a year if you want to get away from this program yeah. deal which, by which the NCAA. Good. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a great rule. Um, and, you know, 
If I was a Baylor, I don't know what I'd do, but a lot of the good players stayed. Uh, Shock Linwood, the running back, great. Their quarterback, I don't know his name in all honesty, but he's been having a great season. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think they're talented, and I think that the Big 12 is sorted down this year, so I think they can definitely Big 12, yeah, it's been, been kind of surprisingly down this year. So I think Baylor's, I think they're looking pretty good to just kind of march through the rest of the Big 12. And then my Big 10 winner, Ohio State. Duh, that's boring, but Ohio <laughs> State's so good. It's not fair how do good you, they are. Do you think Michigan gives them a run for their money? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't. I think Ohio State's just so much better. It's just... I think I think the Michigan I think the Michigan hype machine is warranted. I think Michigan is a great team. I think they're very athletic. Um, yeah, I'm with you. On I would that. be curious to know where that game is going to be played. I don't know right now. Michigan Ohio State. I think it's pretty obvious that the winner of that game will probably it's in, it's in Ohio State win. too. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think in the horseshoe. I think you got to pick Ohio State in that. But I think Michigan makes that's a great game. Fun. I think yeah, instant classic. You know, Harbaugh doesn't give up easily. He's no, doing no, a great he job. Um, uh, I like Michigan, but. I, I agree. I agree with Ohio State. Ohio State winning the Big Twelve. So yeah, then my my four playoff teams are going to be Clemson number one. We got Bama, we got Ohio State, and then we got I got Baylor sneaking in there. I think okay. Baylor's so gonna, our only our only difference yeah. would be I think Washington over Baylor. You think Baylor over Washington? And I got, but we have all the yeah, same all the same teams uh, yeah. division winners. Um yeah, and then in those college football playoff, if you want to keep going with that, who do you just we can just say your winner. Just who's your winner uh, for that? Man, that's tough for it's me. It's just gonna be madness. <laughs> I, th- I think it's going to be Ohio State and Bama unless they play each other in the first game. Uh, and, man, that's tough. But personally, I can't pick against Bama. I think that's fair. they're totally great. Fair. I think they're a machine, man. I, they are. We, we Honestly, we have not seen anything like this in our lifetimes. You know, Bear Bryant had a similar stretch Just there. Just like a dynasty for this the, long. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we didn't get to see John Wooden. Yeah. We didn't get to see a lot of those guys. Uh, Belichick, you could say, is doing that with the Patriots, but a lot, those have been a little more spread out. A little out, bit you know. more spread out. Bama's Bama been consistently the boom, best boom, team. Boom, yeah. Every year, losing only one game at max and making it to the playoffs. Crazy. Now there's a playoff, and I think they got it. They're just so talented, so deep, so many good athletes. I think they'll beat Ohio State in All the right. championship. I like it. I'm going with Clemson. I think Clemson's just going to march through everything. Again, I've saying they're not going to lose a game. I'm just so on the Deshaun Watson hype train. It's like not even funny. He's so good, man. He is so good. He's and very good uh player. it's just going to it's just going to be fun to watch. So do you think do you think Deshaun Watson prize winner? I might still go Lamar. I might cuz he's just going to put up the numbers. I think yeah. Lamar even in their toughest game coming up, which is going to be against Houston, that will be like a shootout kind of game and Lamar's just going to if he score if he gets like 500 yards combined every game, which I mean he kind of does. <laughs> like I, I think he's just going to get the Heisman. I got to say, Greg Ward Jr., quarterback for Houston, I think sneaky, dark horse, dark horse Heisman candidate. Uh, they're my good surprise. We're supposed to be a good and bad surprise team. Yeah. Uh, my bad surprise was Baylor. Uh, even though they are good, it's a bad surprise for me because I don't like rooting for them after everything that happened, uh. <laughs> even though I think they're going to do very well. But yeah, good surprise is Houston. I mean, Greg Ward Jr., he's doing his thing out there. He's yeah. putting up crazy numbers. Uh, they destroyed Oklahoma, which I don't think a lot of people saw coming. No, definitely um, not. And yeah. just for me, I love seeing the non-power conference teams making those big runs. It reminds me of Boise State back when they were doing their thing, who is actually ranked 19th. Hey, don't newest, sleep on Boise State. Newest AP poll, <laughs> don't sleep on Boise State, undefeated. Um, and their old coach is leading Washington to success at this point. But yeah. anyway, I like Houston. Uh, I think they are going to finish number five just outside the playoff. I think they're going undefeated. I think they're beating Louisville. Um, 
I think that's going to be a great game. It's going to be very similar to the Clemson and Louisville game in terms of just two great quarterbacks going at it. Yeah. Um, but I think Grade Ward Jr. sneaky Heisman pick. I like it. I like it. Going going with the sleeper pick. Uh, my surprises are kind of boring. I already talked about them a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was Washington surprising because I was yeah. so fast asleep on great them to surprise. start the year. Yeah. Um, and then my the, my disappointing surprise is Florida State. I thought Florida State was going to be a really competitive team. I thought they were going to give Louisville and Clemson a run for their money in the ACC, and that clearly is not happening. So Florida State, I kind of wish there was more. That would have been more fun if we had three like top ten teams in that one conference. But oh well, what can you do? All right, we're going to switch gears now. Uh, we've got a little bit over time on that one. That's all good. We're going to talk some MLB playoffs, which are starting. In about 15 minutes, Parker. This is exciting very stuff. Soon, very soon. It's coming up. Um, still adjusting to Central Time here. Still, I'm, used, I'm used to 8 o'clock. Everything's starting at 8. We got we got 7 o'clock now. So, yes, <laughs> 6.45 as we record. Um, so, soon. yeah, we're getting excited for Blue Jays-Orioles uh, tonight. That's going to be a fun game. Let's start with let's start with the wild card games, Parker. Who's your pick to win both tonight uh, in Toronto and then tomorrow in New York as the Giants head over there? For me, uh, I got Toronto tonight. You know, they were 6-4 and four in the regular season versus the Oreos, so slight advantage in the regular season. Uh, I got I got, I got, got them winning tonight. They're at home. Also, this would set up a potential Blue Rays-Rangers yeah. rematch, which, uh, as a pretty impartial baseball fan and not a huge baseball guy, <laughs> I would love to see that just for the entertainment value. That was one of the few things I did see during the MLB season this year was the, uh, the fight with Bautista. Um, and hey, I'd love to see a rematch. Oh I'm going God. Toronto. I, I I mean yeah, I'm with Toronto too for that one. Um, like you said, at home, Toronto at home. I think Stroman is better than Tillman in terms of the two pitchers who are going to be on the mound. Stroman's had a little bit of a rough year; he hasn't exactly gotten clicking. Um, it's not going to be easy going against that Orioles offense. It's going to be two high-powered offenses. Um, but man, that Toronto offense at home with that energy in that place, it, it's fun to watch. And I think Toronto is going to pull ahead. I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game tonight, even with that good Orioles bullpen. Um, I'm excited to see how the managers play it, too, tonight, because teams go all out in the wildcard game. It's their one yeah. chance. We may see Zach Britton come in the fifth inning to shut down. <laughs> I don't know. If the bases loaded one out, Donaldson up, do you bring in Zach Britton? Maybe you do. It's going to be it'll be fun say, to see. I love the format. I love that baseball has changed that. Um, again, not a huge baseball guy, but in terms of what I'm seeing them doing as a sport, I think they're making a lot of good steps. Yeah. The one-game wild card is awesome. Shortening the division series to five games, also another great thing. Um, you know, it just just decreases the time. People don't have quite the same time span, and uh, I think it's a great way to do it, to settle things. Um, also, instant replay, I think, has been a great yeah. addition, even though baseball's already kind of long. It takes longer, but, you know, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it as right well. Yep. So what, what do you think in the NL, San Francisco NL, yeah. and New York Mets? All right, so people who know me know I'm a Giants hater. I'm from the Bay Area, but I'm a big A's fan, which means – I just have to hate the Giants, and I've just seen so much of the last few years of the Giants being good in the playoffs, um, so it makes it really hard for me to pick against them, and I, I just can't pick against them, and I also can't pick against Bumgarner. That man is so good. I think he's better than Syndergaard, um, at least more experienced. So that tends to matter in these games, and they have the manager edge, and I think that's going to be huge, because Bruce Bochy is one of the best managers in the league. Terry Collins makes some of the more questionable managerial decisions in the league. If you're trusting a manager for one game where managerial decisions can be so important, the difference in managers can be huge. Even though the Giants, uh, the Giants have the better lineup as well, pitching matchup is going to be kind of even. Mets have the bullpen edge. It's going to be really close. I'm going to still go with the Giants. For me, also going with the Giants, uh, Madison Bumgarner, Western North Carolina zone. Uh, went to high school in Western <laughs> North Carolina. I got all kinds of fun facts for you. All right. Uh, and... Yeah, I'm going with the Giants. A uh, little thing called even-year magic. Yeah. 
I know he doesn't like to hear it, oh, but you know what? It's a trend at this point. Yeah, Three it times is it's a trend. I, I just can't. Uh, my picks are all about trends. I'm going Giants. Uh, I think I think they win the wild card game. Do you think they? So let's move on to the next round. Do you think yeah. they upset the Cubs in that round? Going, Chicago's going to have the home field advantage for that one. You know, I think it's going five games, and I think they do. All right. I think nice. again. I'm picking on trends. I think even your magic. Uh, not to spoil anything, I think the Giants are going to be great this postseason. Also, I'm not a Cubs believer. I know they're having a great yep. season. I know there are a lot of fans out here in Chicago. Uh, but for me, you know, they're going to disappoint at some point. I don't think they're winning the World Series. Honestly, I don't know exactly when they're going to lose. But for me, in terms of my picks, this was a good place right. to knock them out. And I, I, I don't think they're going to do it. Man, I'm so scared that you're going to be right on that one. <laughs> I've been so worried about that. I, I could see it happening. I could yeah. totally see that going five yeah. games. They could... I mean, well, it's going to be interesting how they work out their rotation for that game because they're going to use Bumgarner tomorrow in the wild card game. So he won't go game one. They'll probably start with Cueto. Then go Samarja. Matt Moore is going to have to pitch. And see, that's where it's going to get dicey for me. It's going to be like Matt Moore against Jake Arrieta, I think, is who they announced is going to go third. And that's a huge difference. Yeah. I got to go with the Cubs in this one because right. there's just no weakness on that team, man. That team is so good. And, Matt, I mean, you're right. Weird stuff happens in the playoffs. You never know. Giants are probably the experts of weird stuff <laughs> thanks to travis ishikawa god and uh yeah I, I think the cubs will win though i think i'm just gonna go with the more talented team overall i'm gonna go with the cubs All right. moving over the other nl series we got dodgers nationals which i'm pretty excited for i think it'll be a fun series yeah, and uh definitely. who you got there for me again uh picking on trends i don't know a lot about baseball i'm picking mm -hmm. on the trends that i know about one thing i know dodgers aren't great in the playoffs yep. going washington bryce harper it's gonna light it up Kershaw might choke. He might not. I don't <laughs> Kershaw, know. Kershaw will not choke. I can confirm that. You, you think he he's gonna? He, he's been he's been terrible in recent play in recent history at least. That's he's been true. very bad in the playoffs. Uh, but saying, he's also the best pitcher in baseball. He's I probably. Know, I don't know about the Nats staff right now. Uh, without Strasburg, it's a little banged up. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to sleep on Tanner Roark though. He's no, been really really true. good this year. Uh, Gio Gonzalez is their only lefty, but the Dodgers really can't hit lefties, so they'll have that advantage too. Uh, with all that being said, though, I'm going with the Dodgers in this series. Um, I think Kershaw snaps the trend because, I mean, we can look up playoffs as a small sample, but I think yeah. that's silly it's to, a very small to sample. evaluate to be Kershaw. Fair, confirm that uh, Scott Kazmir will not pitch a game in the series? I don't know. Would he throw a third game? No, he would. they would use Kenta third because they've got the best pitcher in baseball in Rich Hill, and then they've got Clayton oh. Kershaw, <laughs> and they've got Kenta Rich, Hill, Rich Hill's been great for them. <laughs> yeah, he's been, he's been dominant, and he yeah. was dominant with the A's earlier this year, yeah. too. When he's healthy, he's... The best pitcher in baseball. I am not kidding. <laughs> He's so good. He's a very good strikeout. Um, so Rich Hill, um, Rich Hill, Kershaw, right, Maeda. I just, I just don't want to see Scott Casimir in a game. I'm a very anti Scott. You're anti Scott. Why are you anti Scott Casimir? Because I played against him once in the show, and he only throws. <laughs> He's got like an 80 mile an hour fastball and like a 70 <laughs> mile an hour changeup, and he's really annoying to hit. Uh, he might be their fourth starter. I'm not sure what they're going to do with their fourth starter in the playoffs if they need one. But I, I would, would. Their big three, I think, is better than the Nationals. I, I don't think the Nats have the pitching staff to get through this series. They're also playing without their star catcher, Wilson Ramos, screwed yeah, up his leg really bad. Um, he's going to be out for the whole season. I think that will hurt too. I'm going to go with the Dodgers in that one. All right, so let's do NLCS, uh, right. and then we can move over to the AL after that. NLCS. Um, I've got Cubs Dodgers going on you there. Cubs Dodgers. I have the opposite matchup. I have Nationals Giants. All right. Um, Start with yours. What do you got? If you can't tell, I'm kind of on the Giants bandwagon. Yeah. 
I think I think it's real. I think the even new Roderick is real. I don't have much else to go on, so I'm picking the Giants in seven over okay. the Nationals. All right. Um, again, I I you I can totally see you being right and me being really mad. If that happens, <laughs> there's a really good chance I will probably break something in my dorm room. I'd not not a Giants fan. I'm just so sick of seeing them win. But you're right. This is what happens with them when they get they do. when they catch fire in the playoffs, and I'm scared for that. Uh, I've got Cubs Dodgers going. I got I got the Cubs over the Dodgers. The Dodgers are really good. I really, like I said, I really like their big three in the rotation. Problem is that lineup is just not quite on that same level as the Cubs lineup, especially against lefties. Cubs will probably throw Lester two times in that series, um, and I don't think the Dodgers would be able to touch Lester in either of those games. I got the Cubs winning that one. I'd say probably in five. Um, all right, so let's move over to the AL now. Uh, we both had the Blue Jays winning, right? Yes. Yeah. So yes. we got Blue Jays, Rangers going on. Who you got there? I'm taking the Rangers. Uh, I think, you know, they had, I think, the best record. They do. Uh, they got home field through the World Series. Home field through yeah. the World Series, best record. You know, I'm picking them. I think they're the truth. I think Toronto, while they will win the wild card game, not as good as Texas. Three-game sweep, I think. Three-game sweep. I'm just hyped. For that, for that series, but I am very yeah, yeah. Entertainment I just hope something happens. Something happens. But you're right. I I think the the Rangers are considerably better in almost every aspect. I could see that. I'm gonna go with the Blue Jays in this series, though. I think um, I like the Blue Jays at least. Just the thing I like about the Blue Jays is their pitching depth. So it's not yeah. like their one two is better than Darvish and Hamels, but the guys are gonna be throwing out there for three and four. It's gonna be like Marco Estrada, who's been pretty solid this year. Probably Stroman will be their third starter in that series. He's been pretty good, too, and he's got the past history of being very good. And I'm not sure what the Rangers are going to do. They've got, like, E.J. Griffin. they got Colby Lewis. And these guys are just not good at pitching. And they're going to probably have to pitch two of them. So I think if you count that in there, too, I'm willing to take the Blue Jays. I'll take their lineup over the Rangers lineup any day. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Blue Jays in this one. Oh, Blue Jays in Blue five. Jays yeah. Um, all Cole, right. Cole Hamels is just such an experienced pitcher. You can. He's just <laughs> so good in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, he's he, he's been there. He's been there, and that just that takes you far. That takes you real far in the playoffs. Shout yeah, out I to know. the, the Phillies. Philly love. Phillies. Yes. Phillies fan. <laughs> over here. All right, let's move over to the other series. We got Red Sox Indians uh, against Ari Ross's Cleveland Indians. If you can't tell, Parker here WNUR Sports. We're now none of us are really on the Indians trip. <laughs> um, so who you got in this one, Red Sox or Indians? Yeah, my roommate is also a huge Indians fan, Cleveland guy. Uh, yeah, a lot of lot of people. Well, the few people from Cleveland definitely on the bandwagon. Yeah, pretty much everybody else not <laughs> really. Uh, everybody's saying Boston. Boston's great. Boston's great. You know what? I think the summer of Cleveland continues. Oh, I think oh Cleveland. No. Oh no! Is Boston <laughs> in five? I got, I got Cleveland. For the sake of everybody at the station, I hope that pick is wrong because it would make all you know, of our lives. I do as well. Much I've only been here a few days, and I completely agree. I hope this doesn't happen, but these are my picks. That's um, how it's gonna happen. So yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the Red Sox in this one. I think the Red Sox. I, I really like the Red Sox going into this into this postseason. Their their lineup is very good, very deep, and their pitching is actually pretty talented. People were kind of asleep on David Price this year as a starting pitcher. He's been probably one of the best pitchers in the AL. And Rick Porcello, also probably a Cy Young candidate. Um, I'll take the Red Sox. I'll take the Red Sox over the Indians. And I think the Indians pitching is, is going to be rough, too. They're going to be without Salazar for this series. Carrasco's out. Josh Tomlin, he's been a little bit better lately, but that's their two-starter. Come on. I'm not, I'm not taking that. I'm taking the Red Sox. All right. So we got ALCS. Uh, I've got the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. You've got 
Who'd you have? I got Cleveland yeah. and the Rangers. Right. We got very this different games like going it. on this here. This is fun. Uh, who do you uh, got? For me, you know, again, I'm picking a lot on trends. I'm picking on the very, very little I know about baseball. And this has nothing to do with baseball. I think it is the year of Cleveland. I think Cleveland's beaten the Rangers in a big upset. Uh, I think they got some magic going on. I yep. think the Giants and Cleveland have some magic going on. If you can't tell, that's going to be a World <laughs> Series. Uh, I got Cleveland. All right. I got so, Cleveland. So you've got Cleveland going on there. Um, again, for everyone's sake, I hope that doesn't end up happening. I've got Red Sox and Blue Jays. I'm going to take the Red Sox over the Blue Jays. I think the Red Sox is a more well-rounded team just in terms of the depth and talent they have. Again, this is the baseball playoffs, so if you throw out things like depth and talent and just go with – randomness that happens that's probably the best way to pick it um <laughs> never know beginner's luck yeah knows exactly no that actually is how the baseball playoffs work it's, it's madness yeah. every year yeah. uh, which is the fun of it but i'm gonna go with the better team i'm gonna go with the red sox over yep. the blue jays um i think the red sox pitching is better i think that's where the really only edge is there both of them have really high powered front lineups um should be a fun series uh but i'll go with the red sox so, so you've got red sox Cubs, Cubs. Sox. yeah i've got san francisco and cleveland Oof. In the uh, <laughs> in the World Series, who you got? Cubs All right. and Sox. Do this. Do the Cubs. Do the Cubs do it? Break the curse. No, they don't. Red Sox win the I World Series this year. I completely agree. The Cubs are not going to break um, the curse. It just doesn't matter who they play. They're I, losing at some point. Well, the thing is, uh, the Cubs. The Cubs coming in as the most talented, well-rounded team, and I agree with that. I think they are. But I think the step right below them, not that far below in terms of talent, depth, and just kind of all-around well-rounded. Like, productive bullpen, rotation, lineup, defense. Red Sox are right below them. They're really, really good. And you're gonna Red Sox are going to have home field for this because the AL won the wild card game. That's really stupid. We can rant about, rant about that another time. But Yeah. Um, no, completely agree. Dumb rule. But, yeah, that's really dumb. So that's why the Red Sox will have – in this theoretical World Series, even though the Cubs were way better in the regular season, the Red Sox would end up with home field. I would go with the Red Sox in that one. I think it would be a seven-game series. I think it would be one of the more fun World Series you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I think the delirium the of Cub fans, if they are in the World Series, oh, wow. is going to be on yeah. a level that we haven't seen in quite some time. Yeah, so that that would be something. But, yeah, I think Red Sox win the World Series this year. It's kind of dumb, kind of a boring pick. Red Sox have been there a lot lately, but it's a very well-run team. It's a very talented team. I think they're going to do it. Well, you know who else has been there around a lot recently? Um, a lot recently? The San Francisco Giants. Yeah, man. Yeah, and Cleveland have. has not. And even though I believe this is the summer of Cleveland, I believe land that this is the <laughs> summer of Cleveland, I got the Giants, even your magic. And, you know, full disclosure, I don't know much about baseball, yeah. but I like trends and I like the Giants. Oh, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm scared that you're going to be Matt, right on to that. Matt McHugh's oh, agony. I really, I really, I, the Giants. I really hate the Giants, if you didn't Let's tell. Let's hope. Oh. Um, I'm wrong. I'm going to hope you're wrong, but again, yeah, I'm scared you're going to be right on for that For your one. sake and for the station's sake, for me picking Cleveland in yeah. the World Series as well. I did not make great picks <laughs> this podcast, but that's what I got. That's what I you got, got. San Francisco, Giants. All right, Giants well, we'll see. The playoff madness starts in just a couple minutes. I'm excited to watch that. I uh, hope you guys are too. All right, now, Mitt. Not exactly. Think, all right. <laughs> I think it's time for some lightning round. Uh, what do you got for us? Or we have an extremely lit lightning round. Oh, right. I've been uh, quieter than usual today because I've been watching the Sixers in their very first preseason game against the Boston Celtics. How are they doing, Amit? They're down 12. Um, that's fine. You trust the process. Trust the, trust process. the process. Joel Embiid looked okay. All right, there A little you go. rusty at first. How's Ben Simmons looking? 
Oh. Ha-ha-ha. Oh, Ooh, You're shots. getting soccer questions fired. <laughs> Please give him soccer questions. All right. Give well, me soccer questions. Quick, quick reminder for those who are listening for the first time and don't know how the lightning round works. Including myself in the Including studio. Parker. Yep. This is Parker's first lightning round. Matt McHugh, what's your record? Are you one and one? One and I think I'm one and one. Yeah. One and one. Okay. So the way it works is each person gets ten questions in a row of increasing difficulty and value. So you get three easy questions, they're worth one point each. Three medium questions, they're worth two point each. And uh, three hard questions that are worth three points each. And then there's a Philly sports special, which is worth four points if you get it right. Um, there's a rapper question of the week in the second set. We will publicize that it's in the second set. Yep. Um, and there's also a new feature, um, the Landon Donovan question of the week. Oh. Because Landon Donovan is the ambassador of Sports After Dark. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, I can confirm. I can confirm that Landon Donovan question is in the first um, set of questions. Uh, other than that, uh, usually you guys rock paper scissors to yeah. determine to choose which set you take. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, two. Mm. Oh, all right. We can do it again. Go again. One, two, three. Shoot. All right. So Parker wins. He can choose whether to go first or second. I will take second. The seventh rapper. All right. So I get Landon. Matt McHugh has a Landon I'm question. I'm giving him Landon. All right. Um, I know my Landon. I'm giving him Landon. I'm putting my computer up. Matt, what's your average? Around seven or eight points? Um, Yeah, probably something yeah. around that. I'd say seven I think I lost with like five, and I think I won with like eight. Seven points sure. is about know. average. Someone's were last year. For a winner. We'll, yeah. Let's, uh, let's get it started here. So easy question for Matt McHugh. This is a good one. All right. Uh, who amassed over 300 receiving yards in a single game in the NFL on Sunday? Julio Jones. That's correct. Easy point. One point for Matt McHugh. Next easy question. Who defeated Texas after scoring 49 points and blocking three extra points? Oh. College football. College in, football. In yeah. You... Not, not, not the Texas Rangers, I think. No. <laughs> um, who played Texas? Who, Big 12 team. Uh, Oklahoma? That is Oklahoma State. Oh, incorrect. Not so quite. Not that one. So next easy question. Uh, which side? I, that was the right word I came up with. Won the Ryder Cup this weekend. Uh, U.S. That is correct. USA. That was that was easy for USA. a reason. So two out of three, two <laughs> points. I know you know this one. I think. Uh, medium question: Who won the NL batting title controversially after sitting out the last two days of the season? Not Daniel Murphy, but DJ Lemayhew. That is correct. So you're at four points. Uh, I know you know this one. Wow, that's that's not fair. Uh, who <laughs> caught the game-winning touchdown for the Raiders over the Saints? Uh, Michael Crabtree. That is correct. Michael Castry. Uh. Who Raiders launched fans. a pinch hit home Raider run Nation. in his farewell at bat for his team against the Pirates? Ooh. Um. Hmm. Matt Holiday. That is correct. Yeah. All right. So they gave him a nice ovation. All too, three right? medium oh, questions. That's six points. He's at eight points. God, now here's the Landon Donovan question oh, we of ready? the week. We're ready. Uh, Landon Donovan owns Swansea City in the Premier League. He's a part-time owner. Who just took over as their manager? Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so let me think. Landon Donovan. Can you name any soccer coach? Pele. No. no. <laughs> correct no, answer no, no. Bob is Bob Bradley. Bradley. Bob Bradley. <laughs> Next hard question. You, you might have this one. Uh, who caught the pass for Tennessee on the Hail Mary to beat Georgia? Oh, no idea. No idea on that one. Um... Uh, yeah, no, not even going to guess. Uh, no idea. Jawan Jennings. Uh, here's one. This is a hard question I up your alley. That, yeah. 
who scored the game tying bucket against the Thunder in the NBA preseason game? Was that the Real Madrid yes. game? Sergio Rodriguez. No, Sergio Luel. Oh, it's a Sergio. Sergio Rodriguez Very is on the Sixers. Ah. All right, so. I knew a Sergio played here's basketball. Your, here's oh, your it's... Philly sports special. All right, we're ready. Which 19-year-old Flyers prospect scored in the po- in the preseason against the Rangers on Monday? <laughs> he's uh, I, I, No. <laughs> he's a prospect. No. He's really good. He's really young. I'm going to object to this question. It's being a terrible question. All right, this fine. is preseason I'll hockey. Give, I'll give you... I'll give this you, is I'll, not count. I'll give you partial anything. credit if you could name who scored two goals for the Flyers in the preseason. This is preseason hockey. No. You didn't object no, to preseason basketball. Sports. No. No. Preseason hockey. All right. Well, it's count. Travis Konechny scored... The goal, uh, young phenom. I'm gonna uh, guess you just went to the random name generator. No, and that uh, name. the flyer who scored <laughs> two goals for partial credit in, All right. uh, is a uh, <laughs> that I attempted to research on, but I would have never. <laughs> if he wanted the partial credit, it was Jakub Borchek. Ah, silly so, me, silly let, me for missing that one. Let's add Obvious. up your points. You had all three mediums. Yeah. Well done. So six and points. I got two easy. Two easy. So, so eight. eight points. Not all right. bad. Feeling okay with that? So eight to tie, nine all to right. win. I was really hoping I would get the Bob Bradley question. I had a feeling that was gonna be. The well, question. you have the rapper question, and it's, it's a good one. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's an easy question. Who was shut out sixteen to zero to end their three and zero start in the NFL? Uh, the New England Patriots. That is correct. Uh, next easy question. Who defeated Manchester City 2-0 to move within one point of first place in the Premier League? The worst half of North London, the Tottenham Hotspur. That is correct. I knew that one! You should have gotten that one. I actually knew that one. I studied because I thought he was going to guess the Uh, Tottenham. Last easy question. Uh, Who played his final game as a Philadelphia Philly on Sunday? Ryan Howard. That is correct. So three for three. Baseball fan over I here. I got a three, baseball question. Baseball three, easy, three easy points. Needs five to tie. Uh, which tennis star's ban was reduced from two years to 15 months on Tuesday after doping scandal? Maria Sharapova. That is correct. Oh, that's a good one. All right, so we're at five points. I'm on fire. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who defeated the Warriors in their first NBA preseason oh. game? Ooh. <laughs> Kings? Nope, the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors. Uh, so, wow. last medium yeah. question. I know Matt McHugh knows this one because he was there. Who led oh. the game off with an inside the park oh, yeah. home run on the first pitch of the game for the Twins? This was lit. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I can't name a Twins player. Tori Hunter. I don't know. Twins good. player. I'm glad you name. don't. Yeah, you should. You, <laughs> you should, should know. You should <laughs> know. <laughs> it's actually a good thing. Uh, this was Byron Buxton. Very fast. Really fast. Very it fast. was actually the fastest inside the park home run in the Statcast era. So not too really? long, but. In terms of, like, the time they've been tracking how fast someone goes around the bases, he did it in, like, 14 seconds. That's insane. Sounds like a British landowner. Byron Byron Buxton. Yes, of course. He's definitely an ability. (laughs) On to the hard questions. You need one of these. Who made a one-handed interception to seal the hashtag B1G win over Wisconsin on Saturday? Gosh. Oh. Mm. It's a Michigan defender. Yeah. I saw it on TV. It was an amazing interception. I don't remember. His last name, Harris? No. no. Uh, we Not have a, Harris. We have a Harris. That's Matthew Harris. Uh, it was the, Jordan Lewis. Lewis. Jordan uh, Lewis. Sports ah. Center top ten. Yeah. I should have Next known. hard question. These are all for the tie because you have five. Yeah. Uh, who upset Barcelona 3-2 to two this weekend in La Liga? Oh, wow. Oh, man. Are the earthquakes uh, in that league? Sociedad? No, good guess. This was Celta Vigo. Earthquakes not in that league. The rapper no. question of the week okay. for the tie. This Ooh. is a tough one. 
Mm. Or maybe not. After defeating the 49ers on Sunday, Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott partied with which rapper? Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, goodness. Ah, that's tough. This is for the tie. This is yeah. big. Is this is big. There's one this? more There's after the this, sports, okay, but it's okay, really okay. hard. But it's Philly sports. Okay. Unless you've been reading your Philly sports headlines. <laughs> uh, not, not too much. Uh, let's think. There's wow. He's a rapper. This is a rapper. That's very helpful. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> chance? No. Um, I'm trying to think of Dallas rapper. I don't know. Well, it's not so a Dallas rapper. Here's oh, okay. how: if you were to, he was venture, in San Francisco, though. If you were to venture an educated guess, who would Ezekiel Elliott probably like to party with after his exploits in Seattle? Johnny Manziel. No, mm-hmm. well, the rapper. Oh, in Seattle. Seattle's well, no, no, no. He was in no. He was in Seattle and he visited a shop selling paraphernalia. Oh, right, 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 right. So who would he love to party with? Wiz. That's a good guess. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop Dogg. oh so, and then in California. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay, okay. Tough one. Tough, that's, really that's tough good. one. It was, it was a reach. Dang. It was hard that's, for... Uh, so, a... it all comes down to this. For the win. All right, Four here we go. For the win. Ooh. Philly Sports Special. You made it this far. Which Eagles player was arrested at the Miami airport after having a loaded handgun in his backpack? <laughs> I did not hear about this. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is not good. I will give you a hint. He's a defender, and he's also a linebacker. I don't know any Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I know any. It's uh, Nigel Bradham. There Nigel Bradham. I Bradham. would not have gotten that. He sounds like a soccer player. Yeah, yeah he sounds like an English player. Yeah. yeah, he sounds like an English yeah, Nigel. Player. Nigel. All right, the well, it was still a very respectable showing in your first yeah. start. You had a tough set of hard questions. Um, Disappointed. I should have right. got Jordan Lewis. I yeah, should have got Jordan that Lewis. That one's going to bother me. That one's going to bother me a little bit. Well played. Matt McHugh made his living on the medium questions. Yeah. Three um, three. Well done. You gave me two baseballs in there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, he got two. He I got, got two, two baseballs in the medium one. I got oh, Matt Holiday and oh, yeah. Uh, DJ. Yeah. So that was luck for you. I'll take that one. I mean, I thought you were you were gonna have a tough time. I should have picked. I should have picked Donovan his question. set of questions. Yeah. I should have picked his set of questions. The, the, yeah. No. There you go. I th- I thought he was. I would have thought the landed Donovan. I was surprised you did not get Sergio. I, I thought about because I was thinking of I knew it was a guy named Sergio and the only other Sergio yeah. I know is Sergio Rodriguez who's like you said is on the Sixers. Yeah, and you you probably should have had Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah, we were watching that one. Shout out yeah. to Parker for getting the three easy ones like you're supposed to do. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and I don't know if the Raptors is medium, but the Warriors are pretty. I, I remember pretty that one. Pretty I was, mainstream. I was getting the yeah. score alerts on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> and then. Man, See, Byron, I don't have a phone. I'm gonna consider myself disadvantaged. Oh yeah, you, you I'm don't, without yeah. phone at the moment. <laughs> that's so a tough life. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that. I think I should have been handicapped by a couple of points. Yeah, that, that I, is. I also tough. probably should have said that beforehand, but I, I mean, it's yeah. all right. Excuses. It's I a can't respectable imagine. showing that, in your yeah. first lightning round. I'll take yeah. it. Many take great it. lightning rounders have started off 0 and 1. Yeah, I don't know. Who I can <laughs> only go up from here. <laughs> yes, this is I'm true. I'm not sure who either. Um, Chris Grismer maybe. Chris Chris went a very weak. Uh, one point in his first. So you're not that. That's the worst. That's the lowest bar. So you're, wow. yeah, you're, you're doing okay. That one. Well, thanks guys for yeah, a very this was fun good. talk. College football. College football stuff. Some playoffs, baseball stuff. Riding those trends. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know if I, I'm all about I don't know if the I trends. Can buy that, I'm but, so uh, scared that you're gonna be right too. <laughs> watch out. I'm all right. Um, I'm the baseball. Swami. So if you heard it here, if the Giants win, or if the Sox win, you heard it here first. Yeah. Also, a quick update. Uh, back in the spring. Matt McHugh said the Cubs win more than 105 games. I agreed with him. We were both wrong. They won exactly, The Cubs right? won 103. Oh, they won 103, yeah. So, 
Tragic. Don't trust anything we say in Sports Wars After Dark. I think Tragic. that's the motto. Yeah. We uh, will be close, mm, but yeah, we will be wrong. We'll be close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, close. So if you've been listening, I think it's time to put money on a uh, Blue Jays Nationals World Series. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So for Parker, I'm Matt signing off. This was Sports Force After Dark. We'll see you again next week. Go Cavs.